0: Mary and last Sunday she was the topic of our conversation you might hear of the um, wise men you will hear of um, people like the, um, uh, the shepherds even you will speak about um, Herod the most horrible person in the Christmas story you will hear him but this man hardly ever gets a mention Joseph Joseph Joseph, the husband to Mary, hardly ever gets noticed. He's like that silent character that creeps around in the background. And everybody concentrates on the baby. Everyone speaks about Mary and everything that's around Mary and stuff. But nobody speaks about this man, Joseph. So in 10, 15 minutes, not going to be very long, but in 10, 15 minutes, I want to speak about Joseph. And I want to think about Joseph in two ways. Just two things about Joseph. First, righteousness. We read that Joseph was part of a family tree that included King David. And so we read, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. So he, in his family line, in his family tree, was King David. And Joseph, as you go all the way down to the, through the centuries, to the hundreds of years, you come to this man, Joseph. And Joseph was engaged. The Bible uses the word betrothed, to be married to Mary. That means that although they were going to get married, it didn't happen yet. Normally, the betrothal lasts 12 months. 12 months of being together. And while you're together, you are not to have any union at all. No sexual union whatsoever. You are to live separate lives, but you are committed to one another. And so, it must have been a huge shock to um, Joseph. When Mary came to him and said, I'm pregnant. That must have been a huge shock, wouldn't it? What? You're pregnant? Now the Bible tells around and tells us that um, Joseph was a righteous man. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly he didn't want to cause her any embarrassment. He didn't want to cause her any shame. In those days, if it came out that Mary was pregnant and they weren't married yet, the whole community would push her to one side. The whole community would have caused her to be disgraced and shamed. So Joseph, being a righteous man, didn't want to cause her any shame. So he said to himself, I'm going to do it all quietly and no one's going to know about it. And that's amazing because that speaks to me about God. The Bible says that God is a righteous God. And if you came to him carrying your hidden sins, carrying the things that you know is wrong and is in your heart, and you don't like them, and they're there, and you come to God with your sin, God is not going to shame you. He's not going to public disgrace you. He's not going to shout your failings from the rooftops. God is a righteous God. I like what the Bible says about how God deals with our sins. He says, you will again have compassion on us, You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. What a righteous God. You come to him with all your guilt. You come to him with all your shame. You come to him with all your sin. What God does? He takes it and he treads it underfoot. He casts it into a deep sea and he gets rid of it. Just like what Joseph did to Mary. He was a righteous man and didn't want to expose her to public shame. God does the same thing. God is a righteous God. And if you come to him, confessing your sin, he will deal with you with great compassion, great love, and never embarrass you. The first thing about Joseph, he was a righteous man. The second thing about this character of Joseph i put under the second R, reconciliation. Let me just read a few verses from the the, the story. It says here, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and didn't want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in his mind to divorce her quietly. You know, I like this. Joseph didn't speak to anybody about it. He only had it in his mind. He didn't consult anybody. He didn't speak to his father or relatives. He just had it in his mind. And while he was thinking about it, the Bible said that the angel spoke to him. And the angel spoke to him and um, told him, Joseph couldn't name the baby himself. He had other sons. He had four other sons. He named one Joseph, one James, one Jude, another one Simon. He had four sons. But this one, before the other four was born, this one, he had no influence in the choice of his name. The angel turned around and said, you're to give him the name Jesus. Now, Joseph was a very wise man. He may have just turned around and said, you know, what? I don't really like that name, Jesus. You know, I like, I like another name. He could have said that, couldn't he? I mean, in these days, his firstborn should always be named after him. He could say, I don't really like that name. But Joseph was a very wise man. He wanted to follow the instructions. From heaven. The angel said, no other name. That's the name. And Joseph was an obedient man. He followed those instructions. Later on, God speaks. The Bible says, when God speaks, he said this in the Bible. Um, Then a cloud appeared and covered them. And a voice came from the cloud this is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. A command from heaven. Joseph had a command from heaven. You've got to name this child Jesus. And Joseph was a wise man. He did what he heard. Here's another thing, command from heaven. And you will be wise if you follow Joseph. Voice from heaven. Listen to him. Don't listen to anyone else. Listen to what Jesus has to say. Yeah, I'm telling you now, lots of people have lots of different things that they could tell you. But listen to Jesus. That is a command, not from the pulpit, not from me. That's a command from heaven. Listen to him. And so Joseph was a wise man and he he did that. But you also listen to what the name meant. You see, you should call his name Jesus. And the reason she called the name Jesus was given to us because He will save His people from their sins. Now, most people think they haven't got much to be saved from. Life's pretty good, you know. Things are plain sailing. You know, we've got our homes, we've got our vehicles, we've got our you know our jobs. Life is. Pretty s- s- sweet. And if you lose a job, you can always apply for another one. And so a lot of people feel that, you know, you don't need saving. It reminds me of watching these movies. You know, when you move and you've got someone on the canoe, you know, or on a, on a raft. And there they are, they're paddling on this canoe on the raft or something like that. And, you know, they're looking at the trees and the flowers and they've got their, their summer dress on. And, you know, the guy's got his, you know, little shorts on and a t-shirt. And the weather is beautiful. And as they carry on this wonderful canoe and wonderful journey down this wonderful stream, everything looks nice. And the camera pans out from where they are. And it goes higher and higher. And then you see where the stream leads to. It leads to a waterfall and to rapids. And you think, oh, I'm crying out loud. Then I realize that although it's nice and calm now, in a few moments' time, they're going to be going off the deep end. That reminds me very much of our lives. God looks above us and he says, you need saving. But you may say, oh God, I don't need saving. (laughs) I don't even need you in my life. I'm absolutely fine, thank you very much. Don't need you. But God said, no, 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 I know what's coming, you see. I know that, you know, old age is coming. I know that your hearing is gonna be fading away, and your eyesight is gonna be not as sharp. And I know that you're gonna be come to a place in your life where you will be, you know, in a hospital bed and 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 life will be ebbing away. I know that's coming. And when that happens, it's not gonna be pretty. I know it's happening. Coming. And so we need saving. The angel makes it very clear to Joseph that he will save you. The Bible speaks of what he will save you from. He will save you from your sins. This wonderful verse. But your iniquities have separated you from God, and your sins have hidden his face from you. So that He will not hear you. The Bible speaks of being separated from God, and this is quite serious to be separated from God. You see, God is light, and if you're separated from God, it means that you will be in the dark. The Bible says, God is life, and if you're separated from Him, it will mean that you will die. So separation from God is very, very serious. And when the angel told Joseph, Joseph, call his name Jesus because he will save you from your sins or his people from their sins, Joseph realizes that he must embrace this Jesus. I have to embrace Jesus. He has to come into my family, into my life, into my household. I can't reject Jesus because his name means saving me from my sin. Sin is separation from God. And I don't want to be separated from God. So I'm going to embrace this Jesus into my home. And that's exactly what Joseph did. We tend to push him to one side. But Joseph embraced Jesus. My dear friends, if you know the seriousness of being separated from God then you will be like Joseph. And you will say, I'm not going to push him to one side. I'm going to include him into my life. Not only into my life, but into my family. I'm going to embrace Jesus. Why? Because his name, his name means he will save me. I don't know what's coming in the next year. I don't know what's coming five, I don't know what's coming ten years down the line, but one thing I know, that if I have Jesus, I have a closeness and a relationship with a righteous God who would not throw my sin in my face, but will pardon me, forgive me, cleanse me, wash me, Receive me, and when I'm done from down here, I will be received into glory. Ah, oh, how can we forget Joseph? What a great man! Didn't have to embrace Jesus. Could have walked away from Mary. But Joseph was a righteous, he was a wise man, and I pray today that you and I will be like him this morning. Be wise men and women. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that we've just given some time just to listen to your word this morning. Father, thank you. Sometimes we read the story and we forget and we overlook some important things. And I thank you that this morning we can look at Joseph this morning and see a man who was wise and embraced Jesus. Father, may we be like him. May we embrace Jesus fully and completely. And may we know him, this wonderful, wonderful saviour. May we know him, not just as the baby born this time of the celebration. No, no, no. May we remember him as one who died to bring us eternal life. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.